go. Tell him I'm gonna go start. He's gonna go back. Water son, Holy Spirit, peace through it. I need to set up a new blooper reel. I believe in that. That's the only blooper reel. Go. Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost. I'm your host, Annette. And I'm Stephen. And today we are on episode 93. Stung by me. <laughs> Stephen, have you been to Larn? I have been to Larn. It's a lovely place. I went there, came home, everything was fun. Okay, I'll do it properly. It's very late. We're very tired. We're, <laughs> we're trying to get through this nice and snappy. Today's episode is uh, one of three recommendations from uh, one of our listeners, Stephen. Uh, I think this one actually Different came Stephen. from... Not you. <laughs> he spells it with a PH. Wrongly. <laughs> he actually sent the request through his TikTok page, which is Jack Randomer. Um, he's really cool. He, he does martial arts and he does lots of funny facts and stuff like that. Um this episode and the next two after are his recommendations because I hit a podcaster's block. Is that a thing? Like writer's block? Yes, yeah, when you have two children. <laughs> Will you crack on? Please, yeah. Let's do this. Crack on. Carindew House is an extraordinary sight to behold. I mean, Sure. It's a crumbling Victorian mansion, but my God, did I get the chills the first time I saw a picture of the place. And not just because of its architectural Gothic style that has aged as well as Gothic style homes always do, but you can get a real sense of how grand this home was when it was built. And the home balances quite well a bouquet of luxury and a bit more than a pinch of horror. Located off the coast road in Cairnfunnock Country Park, Larne, Northern Ireland. The home is a four minute drive or a 34 minute walk from another spooky location we have covered, Balgally Castle. This information is more or less me trying to give Stephen the not so little hint hint wink wink. The home was constructed after 1878 as a summer retreat for Stuart Clark, a wealthy Scottish textile industrialist who married a young woman from Larne. The house had two storeys, a charming wooden veranda at the front and a spacious balcony upstairs. The home underwent an extension in 1897 by Samuel P. Close, resulting in a multi-gabled structure that could accommodate a large number of guests at once. The addition of the South Wing in 1906 was the final major renovation at the property. The home had a large wooden front door on the north side that opened into a spacious hall. One of the main features of the hall was the grand oak chimney piece, which had intricate carvings depicting the Jolly Beggars and the departure of Mary, Queen of Scots from Loch Leven Castle. On one side of the property there was a spacious billiard and smoke room, along with a stunning drawing room. Toward the rear of the house there was a schoolroom and accommodations for the housekeeper and steward. The stately home had a total of 60 rooms and sprawling acres of land, some of which were destined to be transformed into beautiful gardens, brimming with an abundance of plants and flowers. In 1907, Mr. Clark passed away, but the home was still regularly used by his wife, Annie Clark, and their daughter, Robina Elizabeth Clark. When Mrs. Clark died, Robina continued to visit the home as a summer residence until 1918, when it was sold to Sir Thomas and Lady Dixon for £8,000 a little over half a million pound today, which, let's be honest, in its current state, it's a frickin' steal. The land at Carndew House was then used for grazing cattle, 
which had been bred for beef. Stephen, what do ghost cows say? Moo! (laughs) During World War II, the home was converted into a war hospital. After the Dixons had resided there for over four decades, they donated the property to the Northern Ireland Hospital Authority, who then transformed it into a convalescent home. The Sir Thomas and Lady Edith Dixon Hospital began operating in 1950, becoming the first convalescent home owned by the Northern Ireland Hospitals Authority. It was equipped to house up to 40 patients with a maximum stay of six weeks. It boasted two dining rooms, one for males and one for females, a reception room, a nurse's sitting room, a hall, bedrooms, bathrooms, separate men's and women's sitting rooms, a library, a billiards room, a surgery, an examination room, as well as a pudding green. Upon its inauguration, the hospital was self-sufficient, with staff hired to manage the dairy cattle and cultivate the extensive vegetable garden. In 1986, the convalescent house was permanently closed and later acquired by Lyon Council as part of the Carfuna County Park Estate. In 1996, Carndew House, along with its 22 acres of land, was sold to a property developer by Lyon Council. Unfortunately, the property has been abandoned and has fallen into a state of extreme disrepair since then. Many photographs and videos circulating on the internet show that much of the ceiling has caved in on itself, making much of the property inaccessible. Most of the walls, both inside and outside, are covered in graffiti. The once grand and regal building is now crumbling into nothingness. Many of the beautiful things, including featured fireplaces and ornate staircases, have become victims of both vandalism and time. Director Ridley Scott filmed a part of his sci-fi thriller Morgan in 2015 at Carndew House. The movie is about a corporate risk management consultant who was called into a remote research lab to decide whether or not to terminate an at-risk artificial being. The site underwent significant improvements to ensure it was a safe environment for filming. Due to its rich history, many owners and variety of uses, Carndew House is believed to be the scene of many paranormal occurrences. Derek Sweetnam, the estate manager after the sale in 1996, claimed that gardeners and carpenters would often hear strange noises, not coming from the many bedrooms or the big hall or even the library. No, no, these noises are coming from under the goddamn floorboards. Some are convinced it's haunted, he said. Security manager Jim McElhenney recalled his first night in the top floor office. He brought his pet Jack Russell for company, which, can I say, is always a good idea. Working somewhere spooky, bring your dog. They are better than a spirit box for letting you know you're not alone. But at around 1am, Jim heard a peculiar noise. He described it as if someone had lifted a hammer and rattled it on a radiator in the room he was sitting in. His dog ran over to the radiator and started barking and sniffing around it. The next night, he heard the same strange noise, but never did figure out its source. Stanley and Hazel Glenn went to Carndew House in 1992 with their wedding photographer to take some atmospheric photos of their special day. I have to say, as a person who chose the most expensive hobby in the world, if I was working with a couple like Stanley and Hazel and they wanted to go somewhere like this, To me, that would be the coolest couple ever, just saying. Anyway, 
Hazel remembered feeling a little nervous because she had heard stories about the place being deserted for years. However, they soon forgot all about it with the excitement of their wedding day. After their wedding, the couple received their photographs and were horrified to see a shadowy figure looking out of a window. According to Stanley and Hazel, the figure was a nurse and seemed to be gazing sadly out at the world of the living. Hazel said that she had never felt stranger in all her life. Neither she nor Stanley have visited the home again and have no plans to do so. And then again in 1997, a child in Victorian dress was discovered lurking in the background of a photograph taken at a wedding held at a mansion. Interestingly, the apparition was visible only in one photo out of 28 of the same scene. After learning about the alleged paranormal activity, a ghost hunting company named Shadows decided to investigate further. According to one of the paranormal chasers on the team, when they arrived, they found that the unlocked front door refused to open no matter how hard they pushed. They then went into the gardens and asked a worker to open the front door, which opened with ease. The worker even mentioned that it was impossible to lock that door. When they entered the mansion, they all felt a strong presence. Besides the eerie photographs, there have been many reports of dogs becoming scared while walking in the vicinity of Carndu House, or inexplicably barking when there appears to be nothing or nobody in sight. Carndu House is widely regarded as the most haunted house in Northern Ireland. It's currently owned by brothers Des and Leon Lochran. In 2020, plans were announced to convert Carndu House into a retirement village comprising of 80 bedrooms and retirement cottages with access through Carfuna Country Park. It would operate as a nursing facility with space for palliative care and was estimated that the cost of the project would be around 25 to 30 million. I wonder how much of that budget was allocated for sage and protective crystals. Although that being said, I don't get the impression that the ghosts of Carndu House are the type that you want to ward off, more the type that you would like to help move on. What do you think of that story? That was a really good one. Isn't it really good? It was going along nicely and I was looking at some pictures and then I realised it's a golf course right beside (laughs) it. And then you went into it spookiness and I was like that's cool do you know what's funny though I think it's because nothing dramatic I mean don't get me wrong it was it was used as uh, a hospital during the war but nobody was murdered there Mm. or it wasn't as if there was like a mass suicide or a big familial thing so it doesn't really or somebody died on their wedding day on the way to the church trampled by a horse or something oh stop that was an an episode that we covered oh that was really early on that was like Mm. within the first 10 episodes or something yeah don't listen to that one we hadn't got it we haven't got the audio right (laughs) like don't get me wrong but also listen to that one I love getting new listeners Um, but at the same time I'm like if you could just start on episode 52 I think that's around about where we got it Um, yeah but because nothing really traumatic happened Mm. in the house all the ghosts are sound yeah they all just seem to just be kind of like I'm just stuck like ghosts is watching Netflix I never got a chance to tell my sister that I might have copped off with her husband before the wedding and I can't move on because no that's still a really bad ghost actually that's a terrible ghost but I never got to tell my wife the combination of the safe kind of ghosts Mm -hmm. 
Um, but have you seen pictures of the place? Yes. It's spooky looking. And that movie Morgan, um, I don't think we can get it on any of the things that we stream on, but we can get it on YouTube. But I have to pay like three ninety nine for it. <sighs> Effort of that. But it looks amazing. It's actually got a really good cast. Oh yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, Michelle Yo. Star Trek. What's her name in it though? Captain Giorgio. Captain Giorgio. Yeah. Um. But the cast looks really, really good. And I know we said if we cover an episode or something and there's a movie slightly relative to it, we'd watch it. Mm-hmm. So I will try and figure out a way that I can get a hold of it. It's very creepy. It's, 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 I think it's more of like a, there might be a little bit of icky gore in it, so, but I think I could see past that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks really, really good. If we ever do go anywhere near Larne, we have to visit those two places. And the golf course. And the golf course. I actually think you have to walk through the forest to get to the, it. Yeah, yeah. I was looking on the map and in order to get to the clubhouse you drive through the lane and I think you can't do houses along that lane somewhere yeah. and then you keep going to the Right, you go golf. play golf and I'll you bring, take the kids I'll, I'll the bring the kids. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a great idea. I have two uh, characters. How? This is a part of it like the What stood out to you? Go, 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 I'm uh, excited. The, the married couple. Yeah. Yeah. So you need someone young and beautiful. Yes, because she's from Larne. And I was going to play that role, but <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Tom Holland and I don't know this particular woman's surname, Zayanda. Zendaya. Uh, they're they're obviously the young couple, and then the photographer is yes, you've guessed it. She's back, Kathy Bates. Because she's a great photographer. She's a great photographer. I mean, screw you, Annie Lennox, but like whatever. Wait, no, not Annie Lennox. <laughs> Annie Leibovitch. <laughs> I couldn't think of her name earlier, and I was like, I'm gonna go Google it. I was like, no. Kathy hasn't got a role. Kathy, Kathy, has, Kathy a role. has to have a role. Or she could be the nurse looking out the window, kind of like, will somebody please see me and exercise me? Oh no, you don't exercise a ghost, you exercise a person. Don't need to keep fit. No, <laughs> exercise. <laughs> so I fell down a rabbit hole. Go for it. Um, but I would like you to read them because yeah. I want to get your genuine reaction. <laughs> Right. Should I explain where the rabbit hole came from? No, let's just do it. Good, because it has absolutely nothing to do with the episode. I knew that. That's why I said that. <laughs> okay, right, I'll read it out. Okay. Dried cat... Jump to pop. You make this look easy. Dried cat corpses keep evil at bay. Yeah. yeah, okay, seen that. During the Middle Ages and after, it was believed stuffing a mummified cat into your floorboards or ceiling rafters will protect the house from witchcraft. Yeah, okay, absolutely scientific. Many cultures <laughs> believe cats to be magical creatures who are in touch with the spirit world. So perhaps it's not surprising that after death they would serve as a metaphysical scarecrow of sorts. Of course, some historians think dead cats might also have been used as a real scarecrow to warm, warm to keep the, the mice warm, to keep to warn mice away. I think that is probably poppycock. <laughs> but yeah, it, somebody said, "Do you know what? Here's a great idea. Let's tell people to put cats in the floorboards." because it'll keep the spirits away but what spirits they meant is cold air and moisture and they insulated their house yes yes they insulated their house with dead stuff cats next one all right which bottles whose bottles where bottles which 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 bottles filled with human urine cool (laughs) already off to a good start here during the 16th and 17th century which bottles were all the rage? They were meant to not only protect the, wear- the wearer yeah. from any evil spells a witch might throw their way, but to reverse the spells, sending them back to the creator. How big was this bottle? Was it just carrying a big 
excuse my language here, but a big piss bottle around. <laughs> Genie Mac, these bottles contained disgusting potions. Because the pee that, wasn't uh, enough. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, maybe they were putting some sage in there to protect the smell. That often, sorry, let's refresh. These bottles contained disgusting p- potions that often included various herbs oh, you're right. and human urine, <laughs> naturally. Anyone with bladder issues would boil the urine so the witch would not only get their own bad juju back, but some brand new bladder infections to deal with as well. Sometimes they'd add nails and pins to the bottom of the urine to cause the witch antagonistic additional so they're boiling it. <laughs> Jesus, we've come Imagine a long way. Imagine the smell of your house though. Yeah, genius. We, we just boiled seven up I, now. I was just going to say, it reminds me <laughs> I'm of. in your head. <laughs> right, the next one. Chinese curved roofs are meant to confuse ghosts. Cool. Isn't that cool? Um, yeah. Oh, you're being sarcastic. I actually never, I, I never understood that there was like a I historical were, methodology yeah. behind it. I thought it was always just architectural and pretty. I think it's a bit of both. In Chinese tradition, spirits are believed to only travel in straight lines, so curves can throw them off. They just loop right back around and go back to where, and go back to whence they came. Traditional rooftops in China are also often topped statues of mythical guardians and have inscriptions in the tiles to help ward off any wandering evil spirits well that sounds like fun i think that's cool that's that's like good building it's like let's keep the bad things oh i love that they're so pretty better yeah it's like it's pretty Mm. and it's also not a dead cat true there's actually there's there's far more into it than that as well they strategically build buildings at the like the north face of every small town and they're like the shrines or the temples or whatever because that's apparently where evil is most likely to come in from a certain corner i might have it wrong but i I went down rabbit holes within rabbit holes but it was really cool right next one hiding shoes in a home's nook and crannies keeps the devil away it's like the cats all over again yeah but like it's all smelly things (laughs) piss in a bottle and shoes Dead cats yeah, yeah, yeah. and, well, my shoes stink. All it took was one priest in the 14th century England claiming he was able to trap the devil in a boot, and suddenly shoes became the gold standard of evil repellent. People began stuffing shoes in random openings wherever they felt evil could slip through, like cracks in the walls or floorboards to keep demons and witches. Was the priest selling the shoes? I, do you know what? It does sound a little salesy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it could have been the origin of door to doors. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, Loftus Hall didn't he leave a hole in the roof but he left his boots behind can't remember I, don't I do remember finding a shoe in the wall when we went to the, no. to the prison in Cork <gasps> yeah but I you st- know what again that could just be like someone trying to fill a hole with a shoe with a shoe mm-hmm. elf arrow amulets can be used to protect humans or to kill them what's an <laughs> elf arrow amulet an old bit of Scottish lore tells of elf arrows that fell from the sky to be used by the elves and fairy folk. With the arrows, they kill cattle and human. Okay. Uh-huh. Death from the sky. Yeah. Once these enchanted weapons got into human hands, though, they became talisman, able to protect humans from witches. Oh, it's like stuck in the mud. So when somebody climbs under your leg, you're freed again. <laughs> if you catch the arrow, you can kill the bad guys, kill the chasers. Well, that's what this says. It says that if you actually go looking for an arrow, you won't find one. Sometimes they just appear out of nowhere and if you can get your hands on one you're a lucky duck you have to be the chosen one to be the sword and the song guy yeah kind of or you just you know chose that route to Mm -hmm. walk randomly on right I think that's it actually 
right. I, I have no idea where that list even came ah, from. Ah, it was a bit random thrown in there. Yeah, but, but you know what? A week or two ago, when I when I wrote out all these episodes, it probably made sense for it to be there. Yeah. Um. But here we are in the future. <laughs> Can't come back in time now. Who do you no, think you are? I just thought they were interesting facts that I like. We have so many things here. Like we have the Celtic knot. We have the celtic cross we have all these things that we symbolize things behind and i just went on a little a little bit of a a fumble through google looking at random stuff and i was like anyone who reads my history is going to be like what the f- what's wrong with your missus Stephen?" that is a whole new episode <laughs> do we really want to pull on that thread because no. you will die on that hill mm-hmm. uh-huh. we finish up there yes say your words perfect so thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I will, of course, include links in the show notes. And if you have any questions on this or any other episode, our socials are What's the Story Ghost on Instagram and What's the Story Ghost at gmail.com if you have any personal stories you would like to share. And those are all my words. Excellent jingle. Excellent jingle. Is he big? Is he small? Bye. Bye! Did you watch Spider-Man without me? I'm getting the impression you watched no, Spider-Man without uh, me. No, Tom Holland was a character. From, from Spider-Man? Yeah, but I watched that one with you. Did you? You didn't watch the other one? Oh no, I watched it without you. you watched the one without me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.